Hey, Dad Gamers. In this episode, we're going to be talking about everything from McDonald's controllers to Halo Infinite. So that's a lot. Let's get started. Hey, Dad Gamers, welcome to the Dad Gamers Podcast. All right, let's jump right in here. First thing is first, the Sega Sega company is doing it again. They're throwing Sonic in another game, another game probably that he should not be in. Uh, I know, no, this is not another Olympics game, even though Olympics is going on. They're throwing Sonic in actually in a game called Two Point Hospital, which is kind of a rehash, if you played it back in the day, called of a game called Theme Hospital on the original PlayStation. This is called Two Point Hospital. It's basically like Sim Hospital, where you build a hospital and you have patients that come in and you kind of have to treat them and you just have like you build you don't build the the doctors, but the doctors that you hire the doctors and you have the labs and you have different areas. It's a very basic game. It's a lot of fun though. Uh, I know you can play it. It is available on PlayStation. It's available on Nintendo Switch. It's available on the um, Xbox Live. I think it's on Game Pass right now. But they are adding or they recently added Sonic. Tails, Knuckles, and Amy Rose. And at first I was like, oh, they added characters? What could these characters... So these characters are the doctors now? These characters are possible to be doctors or whatnot? But no. So what it is is basically the doctors are the same doctors. They're just now dressed up as Sonic, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy Rose. And aside from it not only adding these costumes to create these characters in the game, but they're also adding in theming. So you get like... In your break room, you can have like the little sunflowers and you can have kind of like the wallpaper that looks like it and the rug and, and everything. It's another way for, again, for Sega to try to push Sonic into something. Now, we all know that there's another Sonic movie on the horizon and we're super excited, and hopefully you are too, to see what that develops into. But I think it's a little odd for them to say, hey, let's put Sonic in this hospital theme game. Like, if, if you're going to put him... Like, here's... If you're going to put him in something, why not put him in a racing game? Why not put him into, uh, like, an actual... Like, a racing game? Why not g- strike a deal with Xbox or with PlayStation and get him into one of, the, one of their racing games, like Forza or Gran Turismo or anything like that? I don't know. It's weird. But this is what they're doing. So, I think what they're really... What they should probably look into is maybe... Maybe talking to Telltale Games and doing a Sonic, uh, like a Lego, maybe a Sonic Lego game would be interesting. That I think would be kind of cool, you know, to see the rings and then to see the Lego blocks as well bust out if he gets hit, you know, as he's running through. But uh, it's interesting, it's weird, it's odd. But again, Two Point Hospital, you can check it out now. It's available, it should be available on all systems and the Sonic, uh, Tails, Knuckles, and Amy Rose downloads are all inclusive, are all included with that. Uh, moving on. Since we were talking about PlayStation, let's talk about the fact that the PlayStation fans are going to have to wait for For Horizon Forbidden West. Because now PlayStation has announced that it's been delayed again until 2022. So this is another grade A title for PlayStation that's been delayed. Right behind the next God of War and Gran Turismo 7. So now that the PlayStation has got these games, these first-party games that their their system for PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 
are really popular and everyone's kind of waiting for. Now we're putting another delay on it when it was expected to be due out this holiday season, but now it's not. Now we're going to probably have to wait till I'm assuming spring, possibly next summer, possibly next holiday, 2022 holiday. Who knows? So if you're waiting for Four Horizon Forbidden West, looks like you're going to be waiting a little while longer. Um, also, Bethesda has announced that their PlayStation uh, game Ghostwire Tokyo has also been delayed. So it looks like PlayStation's taken a small little black eye when it comes to their games, or at least uh, to the games that they expected everyone to be able to want to play and be able to to get with their uh, system and their first grade A system. And here's the thing. Maybe, maybe, just maybe, PlayStation delayed for Horizon Forbidden West because their plan was for it to come out this holiday, and they don't want to go up against Halo Infinite. Especially now, since Halo Infinite is in the process of doing a technical test preview. So since we're talking about that, let's move right into that situation here. The Halo Infinite technical preview. Now, there's two ways to get on it. There was a way that you could get on it through Xbox, and there was a way you could get on it through the PC. Uh, the Xbox one, you had to kind of be on a list and get the download. Or, excuse me, the PC one, you had to be on a list and get a download for. The Xbox one was available through if you're doing other Xbox beta programs and things like that. We here at Dad Gamers were doing a lot of the Xbox beta stuff. That one, unfortunately, though, we just did not have time to dive into. I know, right? What? Not Halo Infinite? What's what's wrong with you? Well, here's one, one of the reasons why we didn't want to touch it. Uh, the director, uh, Joseph Statton, had confirmed that there are spoilers in the technical preview for the Halo game. Now, with that being said, I am not one to try to spoil anything for anyone. So I'm not going to even say what the spoilers were. In fact, I tried to avoid the spoilers myself because I, like everybody else, I want to be entertained this holiday season when the next Halo Infinite game comes out. I want to see what it is. I don't want to spoil it ahead of time before I get a chance to play the game or before I get a chance to even do uh, one mission. I don't want to know what I'm walking into. I, those, those type of games, those Halo games where the storyline is is an intricate part of the character development and an intricate part of of how you play and uh, some i mean i i again i'm not gonna spoil it i'm not gonna say anything i'm not gonna spoil it i'm not gonna have it spoiled for me so we did not do the technical preview if you are doing the technical preview know that two things number one the xbox and pc versions are the same and b that you can play against each other so if one person of your friends is going to be playing halo infinite on the pc and you're playing on the xbox they will actually be intercompatible so i mean like any i mean most of the games nowadays are doing that of course but i'm just confirming that microsoft did come out and say that halo infinite will be done the same way all right moving on we're moving quite fast here on this podcast let's take a look here um oh let's Speaking of games coming out, there's another game, of course, everyone's waiting for. It's the Battlefield 2042. Now, this is, of course, to go up against the Call of Duty game. And I think Battlefield is coming out. They came out and said that, hey, we're going to put this game out, but we're going to have no plans, zero plans, for a ranked mode at the launch. So right out the gate, some gamers are like, wait, what? Huh? Why? Why can't there be ranked mode? What's wrong with ranked mode? Well, I think that what their idea behind it is is that like they're they wanted to put the game out and they want to get it out 
probably as soon as possible. And by not putting a ranked mode into it, they can kind of wait and develop the ranked system and their server system a little bit better. But they also did say that they want to hear more from the community before they move forward on a ranked mode. And other factors that they want. Like, they want to hear, like, oh, what do you guys want? Like, I, I, think, I think their plan is, much like Warzone, is they're going to put it out for free. I'm not saying that they are. There's nothing being confirmed here that I have, and I haven't looked into it, that Battlefield 2042 will be completely free. But much like other Battlefields, there's not going to be a storyline. It's strictly going to be multiplayer, so why wouldn't it be? Uh, but the fact that they're not going to do a ranked mode and they want to hear more from the community, I'm not sure. I liked the the campaign modes. And I don't know if it's just because as a dad and you don't have a lot of time to play multiplayer and if you're playing multiplayer, you can't necessarily finish a match or whatever and you got to kind of bail. But if you're doing campaign, you can bail and come back to that moment Yeah, you know, when you're available to play again. So the multiplayer as a dad gamer is fun. And you can play with other dads, and and again, this is a good plug time for on Xbox. If you have Xbox Live, you can go and be part of our club at the Dad Gamers Club on Xbox Live. You can find us there. Uh, but to, you can play with other dads. But anyway, so like I was saying, I think it's I think it's better as a dad to be able to play the campaign mode and be able to you know walk away or shut down or save or whatever, and be not have to worry about the multiplayer aspect of it. Now, again, don't get me wrong. Multiplayer stuff is fun. I have loads of fun playing Battlefield and all these other games and Call of Duty with other dads and other and the, and whatnot to shoot and save their ass and all this other. It's fun. But uh, when it comes crunch time to playing games, you know, in the middle of the heat of battle, if you're doing like a game where it's four on four, you know, and you've got to go pick the kids up from school or something like that, you got to shut it down. You know, now you've just shorted your team one person. So that kind of sucks. Uh, hence the reason, like I said, I like to have at least a variety where I can do the campaign mode. The ranked one, I'm not, I'm not, it's whatever. I, I agree with them. They can, they can put the ranked mode in. They can not put the ranked mode in. It's not going to affect me either way. I'm just happy to play when I get the chance, you know? But speaking of playing when you get the chance, another game, a phone game. Let's talk about phone games for a minute. Nintendo recently came out and said that their Dr. Mario phone game will be dead November 1st. What? Yeah. So, November 1st, the Dr. Mario phone game. If you're playing the Dr. Mario, you all, I know, dads, you know the Dr. Mario game. It's just like Tetris, but with colors. And it's a lot of fun, or it was a lot of fun. But I think because they never, I, don't, I dare say, improved on it, they never try to up the ante they never try to change things they just kind of kept it very basic uh they what, i mean what were they expecting i don't i don't think they were expecting anyone to be able to to stay enthralled with the game if they're not going to up the ante and all so the dr mario phone game according to nintendo will unfortunately officially not even be on life support not even to the point where it's going to be like oh it's just a phone on a game on my phone i can play from time to time no Here's the thing, is that Dr. Mario game patched into the Nintendo servers for ranking and for scoring and that type of things and your sign-in. So with the fact that they're going to uh, flatline Dr. Mario on November 1st means that you're not going to be able to play the game whatsoever. I mean, that's right, you're going to just get a screen that says, hey, this, you know, this game is currently not available or notifications or I'm not even sure what, but it's basically going to say uh, disconnected. 
So for all of you that want to play Dr. Mario, I suggest you play the crap out of it right now uh, because November 1st, it's not going to be available on your phone on, anymore. Okay, moving on. Let's see, let's see, let's see what info, 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 info do I have. Oh, yes. Xbox and Krispy Kreme. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So Xbox and Donuts? Yeah, Xbox and Donuts. Xbox and Krispy Kreme. Uh, they've come together and they've united for a new promo. Uh, this promo will run from August 2nd till August 22nd, but in the UK only. Oh, sorry, US Dad Gamers and all the rest of the world. But the UK is the only one that's going to take the advantage on this one. Uh, so Xbox and Krispy Kreme now have aligned, and they are coming up with a Xbox donut. Um, yeah, that's I said an Xbox donut. I was shocked. I uh, I took a look at here's the thing. I took a look at the picture, and and if you follow our our Dad Gamers podcast on Instagram, I'll post the picture there. But a partnership between Krispy Kreme and Xbox in the UK has given birth to an Xbox themed donut. Um, the donut is going to be called Nexus Level. It'll have uh, powdered sugar and the classic Xbox X logo pattern, and it's in it's in green. So it's <laughs> it's not like a regular like you expect a Krispy Kreme donut where it has a regular donut with a hole in the middle. This is a, one of the solid, maybe filled. I don't know. It doesn't have any details. But if the donut is is a filled donut, where it looks to be a filled type donut, where there's no hole in the center, and then has a green, I'm assuming glaze or frosting on top, and then powdered. But the powdered is not in the same area as the Xbox, so or as the X logo. Uh, I don't know. It's uh, it was a there was a tongue in cheek announce video announcement for it. Uh, Krispy Kreme uh, announcement didn't go into any specifics about the donut, but it looks it looks good. Honestly, I thought oh green, but then mm, it might be delicious. Um, part of the partnership though with Krispy Kreme UK is giving away though an Xbox Series S console, along with one month of Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Again, the promo is running from August 2nd to the 22nd, but in the UK only. Um, so, with that being said, um, I don't know. With Halo Infinite coming out, wouldn't I mean? And you don't you want to get your hands on an Xbox Series X console? And if Krispy Kreme is the way place, you know, get donuts and Xbox. Sounds good to me, dads. Let's get our hands on some Xbox donuts. And if anyone in the UK is listening to this podcast and does and is able to get their hands on Krispy Kreme special edition Xbox donuts um you can send them to the podcast I would most likely me and the team would love to try them uh again hit us up on Instagram uh, that's uh, dad gamers podcast on Instagram and uh yeah again I don't know how to get my hands on some of these UK Xbox donuts but uh, anybody listening in the UK, please help. Uh, moving forward, let's also talk about another promo running. This one, though, is out of Australia. So Australia has a McDonald's. They've had a McDonald's now, or their McDonald's branch, which I believe is called Makas. Makas? I'm not sure how they say it there. It's fun. Uh, but... Their, their Australian McDonald's menu is totally different from, I'm sure, any menu wherever your McDonald's is you're at. Uh, I'll tell you one thing. Over here in the United States, we don't have some of the things that they have on the menu. Like, for instance, there's cheesecake. What? I want McDonald's cheesecake. Hell, I want cheesecake right now. 
uh, toast, I guess, and macaroon cookies, which sound delicious. So it looks like Australia McDonald's has got it's got the hookup. Uh, but yeah, there uh, McDonald's is <laughs> McDonald's is the Australian branches are going to be celebrating their 50th anniversary again, exclusive to Australia. And this will happen the first week of August, and it'll be on Twitch. What? Twitch? Yeah. Sorry, Dad Gamers. This is on Twitch. You know that that stream service that either your kids watch or that you probably try to stream on? That thing. So there was an Australian game site called Press Start that actually revealed all of this, but they're coming out with a McDonald's PS5 controller, and it kind of looks cool. Like, I'm not a controller guy for the most part. Like, as far as, like, I need my controller to look like something special. But the play- McDonald's PlayStation 5 controller for this 50th anniversary, um, yeah, it kind of looks cool. And once again, I have a photo, and I will post it on our Instagram at Dad Gamers Podcast. Uh, so, yeah, crazy. Um, McDonald's, Krispy Kreme, everybody's getting on this game gamer bandwagon. Uh, now I'm seeing, I can't stop thinking about the damn Krispy Kreme donuts. Now I just want donuts. Now I just need donuts. Where can I get donuts? All right. (laughs) Moving on. Uh, Let's see. I got two more topics that I need to touch on here. Number one is a new patent that's coming out. So, Dad Gamers, let's be honest. We're all probably in our 30s, 40s, hell, 50s as we listen to this podcast on our way to work. And one of the things that I know as a, as a father I look into is is that what I'm going to when I pass away what I'm going to pass down to my kids you know what am I going to give them what am I going to let them inherit type of thing well a new patent that's come out in 2019 by Tencent Holdings now for those of you who don't know Tencent Holdings is the largest video game company who has their hand in Riot Games Epic Activision Ubisoft all of these guys uh, but Tencent Holdings is the company that has put out a patent for a certificate for digital asset certificates. With that being said, you will, because like I said, when you pass away, what can you pass down? Can you imagine being able to pass down your battlefield weapons or your Call of Duty weapons to your ki- <laughs> to your kids when you pass away? Like, it's kind of crazy in a way, if you think about it, but these digital asset certificates will allow it. So uh, there'll be the ability to direct transfer of digital assets is the idea. So you have this certificate that says you own this digital asset, and if you put it in your will to whatever whoever it goes to, then the company will transfer it to them because it's been willed. It can be willed down. This was a little crazy to me at first, and then I started thinking about it, and it was like, hmm, like I have a lot lot a lot lot of digital assets as far as like because it's not even just like okay so i i used the you know skins as an example or weapon skins or anything like that but can you imagine actual full games like digital versions of the games so there was a couple of dads on reddit that had had came up and they were talking about it and one of them had said that their son or son or daughter i think it was their son had came up to them and wanted to play Minecraft Earth, and since, I think it was Minecraft Earth, might have been Sim Earth, but either way, they wanted to play this game, and they went to go load it up for their their kid, and it was gone, and I say gone, but it was unable to connect to server. Well, it turns out that the servers for this game, this old game, were shut down in June, 
So how do you explain it to a, you know to a seven year old that this game is no longer available, <laughs> even though it's been on you know it's right there on your system? So as great as it is to be able to pass down digital assets and digital asset certificates, is it going to even be a factor, or is it even going to be a point to it if? So far down the road, they're going to be shutting servers down for these games anyway. So all of the stuff will be lost regardless. I don't see the, I don't see the plus here. Now again, if you're, don't get me wrong, dads. If you are either, you know, heaven forbid, in a in a situation to where you know you're going to pass away or something to that effect, then yeah, digital assets for stuff, great, perfect right now. But I think long term, for the younger dads, maybe. The digital asset certificate is not something to jump right on or get too super excited about. I think it was just odd. It was a really weird story to come up, but this is the day and age we live into. As more and more people are spending money online and more and more people are buying digital things on their cell phones and on Facebook and on Xbox and PlayStation and Nintendo, I think having these digital assets, at least the ability to pass things down, regardless if it works or not, is better than to not. I mean, think about it. How many of the old-time computer games where if you could get your old save back? You, okay, when I say, like, do you remember playing, I don't know, Dad's out there, I think of a game top of my head real quick. Uh, uh, let me think. Duke Nukem? Let's go with that. An old PC game, Duke Nukem or Doom. And you remember getting like up to like halfway through the game maybe or you never completed the game or something and then you just forgot about it. Now the PC is gone, you know, or the or, or, or got ruined or whatever, but it was all digital. Can you imagine being able to go back and just with a digital asset just be able to pull that back up and play it again? So I... Mm, it sounds like there could be a couple of cool factors and cool, easy things that this could help. I don't know. It's it's interesting. As it, as it this is brand new stuff. So as it develops, uh, I'm gonna keep an eye on it. If there's anything cool and new about it that updates, then I'll I'll report on that, I guess. But let's move on because I have one more thing I have to talk about. So aside from everything that we've talked about so far, Netflix. I think I've mentioned this in a previous episode, but Netflix is diving into gaming. Yeah, in fact, I assure, I'm pretty sure I did talk about this in a previous episode, but Netflix is diving into gaming again. Except this time, it's happening. It's not like, oh, before, oh, maybe it could possibly happen. No, this time, <laughs> it's happening. So Netflix has confirmed that they are going to be doing gaming. And... The cool part is, is that Netflix is doing it at no extra cost. So the fact that they're able to do this at no extra cost, I was like, how, what? And I mean, they're not going to, they're not going to put out, I mean, everybody can stream Netflix on their, you know, digital TV and their Xbox actually, and their phone and tablets and at no extra cost. And they're not going to put out, I mean, are they going to send out controllers? What's going to happen? I don't, I don't get it. Well, uh, they did send out a letter to investors, which suggested that the streaming service will take an inspiration from its previous dabblings in the interactive content. So those other Netflix type, you know, choose your own adventure games. Uh, I have the letter here. I'm going to go ahead and read it real quick. 
So it says the letter reads like this. It says, uh, we're also in the early stages of furthering expanding into games, building on our earlier efforts around interactivity. Uh, for example, Black Mirror Bandersnatch and our Stranger Things games. We view gaming as another new content category for us, similar to our expansion into original films, animation, and unscripted TV. Games will be included in members' Netflix subscription at no additional cost, similar to films and series. Initially, we will be primarily focused on games for mobile devices. We're excited as ever about our movies and TV series offering, and we expect a long runway of increasing, increasing investment and growth across all of our existing content categories. But since we are nearly a decade into our push into original programming, we think the time is right to learn more about how our members value games. Now, <laughs> with that being said, uh, Netflix has the ability to create their own games. They have got so much content. They have so many... Uh, titles, so much content. They recently actually extended their deal with producer screenwriter Shonda Rhimes. Uh, dads, I'm not sure if you know who those are. I'm no, I guarantee you, your wives know who they, who this person is. But Shonda Rhimes is the screenwriter and producer behind Grey's Anatomy and Scandal. Uh, but they, anyway, they extended her deal to include feature films and gaming content. So, is that really what we need right now? A Grey's Anatomy game? But I don't know. Uh, this could be for, again, for original gaming titles or spin-offs maybe from the existing Netflix series. But either way, the fact that they're even going to dive into extending contracts with current screenwriters means that they're serious about gaming, for sure. Netflix is keeping, you know, they're, they're keeping a lid on all of what they're doing. So we can only speculate at this point. Uh, they did hire Mike Verdu. Now, Mike Verdu was just hired he literally was just hired this month and he was a formerly <laughs> um formerly of ea and facebook uh was the vice president in charge of working with developers to bring games and other content to the oculus remember the oculus the virtual reality headset that facebook was pushing uh so this guy mike verdu nolly was bringing used when he's when he was the vice president of facebook was bringing game developers in for the oculus not only was he did that, but he also had his hand in other mobile games uh, for electronic when he worked for Electronic Arts, uh, including The Sims, Plants vs. Zombies, and even some of the Star Wars franchises. So the fact that he will now serve as Netflix's vice president of game development means we can expect big things from Netflix, not just this like oh let's let's do a a spinoff interactive you know of whatever I don't know pick a failed Netflix series. But we're gonna we might see some actual good games and some good good solid content from Netflix when it comes to gaming. Uh, but they're all they're, Netflix is also advertising more game like interactive development positions on their website, so you basically can expect to see them go nuts. Now, this is a good plan for Netflix. This is not a good plan when it comes to the gaming companies such as Sony. Microsoft and Nintendo because the big question is is what's going to happen uh what like when when is Nintendo when is Netflix going to come out with this you know they've got 200 million subscribers worldwide and they could immediately turn around and say we offer games for free and here they are and here's how you can play them and boom you know they've got almost every single gamer let's be honest I don't think I don't think I've met anybody who doesn't have a Netflix subscription, or at least, let me be honest, a sign-on to somebody else's Netflix subscription. Um, 
But the fact that they're going to offer it for no extra fee should worry like Apple Arcade, Google Play, Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Now, all of these games that are going to need to, that are charging people the same type of thing where they're like, hey, you know, for whatever it is, you know, I think uh, Xbox Game Pass is what, $60 for the whole year or something like that. And, and they have to charge for that. And so they're going to have to up their game. But not only is now Netflix going to take a swing at the, those guys, Xbox Game Pass, PlayStation Now, etc., but now they're going to take us. They've already are taking a swing at Disney Plus, Amazon Prime, Apple TV. So they're going to be a big contender. Netflix could be a powerhouse, and they could become one that we look forward to seeing at E3. Now E3 again was fortunately, I think, kind of canceled this year. It was not. I mean, it was it was done virtually, sort of, and I don't know, less excitement, less. I, I don't know why I say I missed part of it, but it was very much easy to fast forward and just see the key points than it was to have to sit through everything. So, uh, but anyways, we could be, you know, who knows next E3, we could be looking forward to seeing the Netflix, <laughs> um, demonstration or the Netflix showcase. I don't know. This is, this is a new territory. And I think, uh, uh, dad gamers, if you haven't bought stock in Netflix now might be the moment. Now I'm not a financial guy and I don't know anything about finances, but if Netflix is about to have their hand in everything, it sounds like the Netflix will become the Disney of streaming. But with that being said, um, we did have a selection or uh, someone selected for our winner. Unfortunately, though, they did ask to not be identified. I don't know why. I don't. Some of you dads out there love to be told, like, tell me your name, tell me your gamer tag. But again, I respect you guys as. I respect you guys to say that if you don't want your name or your gamer tag announced on our podcast, then that's fine too. So the month of July, unfortunately, we had someone who did not want to be announced over the podcast, which is totally fine. So make sure you guys are going to dadgamerspodcast.com and putting your email address in so that you can be into the random drawing to get yourself a $25 Xbox gift card. All right. Well, that'll be it for me on this episode of Dad Gamers Podcast. My name's Bob Rayhart, and that's Flank on Xbox Live, F-L-A-N-K-K-E. You can follow me there. I'm only on about once or twice a week on Xbox. I'm so busy with everything else. But again, follow me there, and you can see that the latest games I've been playing, I'll be honest, has been Sea of Thieves. Now, I know we talked about Sea of Thieves before, and we talked about Sea of Thieves being the pirate's life, and I am just enjoying myself playing with my sons, uh, the Rayhart twins, on Sea of Thieves. We play once a week. It's amazing. It's so fun. Uh, definitely check it out, especially if you've got older kids and if you've got multiple computers because everybody can log on. It's so great. Uh, but again, let me sign off. To, uh, say thank you all for listening. And um, sorry this episode or sorry this episode so late in the month. Uh, hopefully I'll have time to get another episode out in another week or two. Uh, but again, thanks for listening, and I'll talk to you guys later. Oh,